Welcome back. Welcome back. Back where we never left. With another episode. Cheers to that. Cheers to that, (laughs) Queen. Okay, this is Singa. Vaisha. Let's unpack that. We're back with another episode. Oh, yeah. Quite another break on our end. Substantial break. I feel like it's fine because you need to come to a place where you're fine with receiving content as and when, as and when it comes it. Yeah. guys because already eh, life is life is here. happening and i feel like it's a lot to commit to something and yeah just make sure you're doing it at a very like regular interval yes we actually need to work on <laughs> being yeah but then consistent. like schedules are so busy yeah sometimes it's just really hard to like find time to really sit down and yeah get to it so I think that's understandable. I think mm-hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like we did say in the last episode, that we want us to we want to give more of ourselves best. to you, yes. but we also need to re like regroup exactly we... and make sure we're bringing the content that we actually are going to be proud of exactly, and not just pushing things out like you know for the sake of pushing them out. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. Quality it is what it is. Over quantity. quantity. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a good slogan. I love that. Love that. I love that. Love that for us. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. So, um, what have we been doing? What have we been up to? Aisha, give us an update. You What's know, I actually haven't hung out with Singa in. It's been a while. A really long yeah. time. And this is what we're trying to address pre the previous episode to say that we will have lives exactly we, we need to learn to extend grace to each other and yeah i think we really we're, we're off to a very very good balance now yeah so, because yeah. i feel like there are times when you know what sometimes you just have to put your head down and figure things out yep yep, yep. on your own and then yeah you can always reconnect with people when yeah. you need to and yeah. yeah as long as you know the love is there i feel like it's something that you can allow people to go through those phases where mm-hmm. they're just taking time to kind of yeah really get into their own thing yeah and figure that out so what have i been up to mm-hmm. um refocusing mm. on all my energies into myself first yes um, i love that right refocus but you need facts, to like i was putting the pieces of the puzzle together but now like i'm really good I feel like my spirit is alert and more sensitive mm. and it's a really good place, yeah. you know? Okay. And the manifestations are really, really... They're really popping. They're, They're really it's, coming. Babe, it's like yeah. back to back, back, back to, to back. back, back to so back. it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, it's amazing. It's amazing. Catching it really up with is. people and hearing about like all the great stuff that's been happening in their lives yeah, is always so encouraging mm-hmm. because it's like, yes, the world is falling down around us. <laughs> Everywhere. You know what? Yeah, the great stuff that is happening in the midst of that. And it's, it's really great to actually take the time to celebrate with yeah. you. Yeah. people and say you know what things are actually great right now despite despite the fact that the world is falling apart yeah. hey actually don't feel bad let me exactly. tell you don't feel bad for progress for winning for winning because mm-hmm. if let's say your house is like your neighbor's house is falling apart exactly. and you you intend to build another structure right next door you know what hammer go exactly. ahead because <laughs> <Wow>. at the end, <laughs> 
right. Well, hammer because I mean it's your time. It's your time under the sun. Yeah, so I mean, well embrace every ray of sunshine. You can't help what's happening. Why yeah, you cannot? Well, I mean, you I just have to focus on yourself. <laughs> I mean, sorry for my to my neighbor, but. <laughs> I think, yeah. Do you know what? Oh, that actually ties into a very good chat on like community yes. and progress. Because yes. I also feel like at some point, where do we draw the line to say, okay, is it, am I only winning? Like, is it winning if I'm the only one winning? You know what? At the end of the day, we all don't have the same path mm, to success. Okay. Yeah, you have to so trust if, that person. Yeah, so if I'm winning and right now I'm entitled to actually buy. Uh, I am going to buy that bed. Uh, you get it? I hear it. Yeah. I hear it. So all I'm just trying to say is don't feel bad for mm. making progress in despite the fact that the world is crumbling. Yeah. Don't yeah. feel like you need to be ashamed or be oh, in hide this, your news hide, or exactly. things like that. Like yeah. if you're flourishing, girl, go flourish. 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 Okay, yeah. that's about progress. Exactly. Anyway. And everyone has their seasons, yes. you know, just because things might not be working out for other people and they're working out for you. I feel like that should never hold you back no. from actually celebrating no. that. No. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the Capricorn thing. You just oh. don't really give a damn. Like, mm. if it's working, actually, it really is. Like, yeah. if it's working, you know, what is working for me yeah. i mean i i sympathize with you but it's my time so allow me to embrace this i love that yes no so. that's great so good energy great good energy coming through mm-hmm, i love mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and what have i been up to yes, um i've basically just been taking time off to kind of also focus on you know the things that i'm putting my energy into so yeah, in the last episode, I kind of talked about going through a rough patch. Um, and I think it's something that we all experience exactly. from time to time. Yeah. We go through times when this is weird. Mm. You just need to like sit down for a bit and kind of work through, okay, how am I going to progress from this time of my life and just make sure that, you know, everything that needs to get done is getting done. Exactly. But yeah, I think I was going through a, a moment of burnout. Um I'm just coming to the realization that there was a lot that I was putting myself into. Yeah. And I think I, yeah, that whole period just taught me to kind of like go back into a place where I've I've taken that energy back into Mm -hmm. myself. And now I'm kind of reassessing, okay, how do I want to spend this Uh energy? What am I going to like put my time towards? And things like that. So yeah, I think it's just been a really reflective period I'm actually enjoying it because it's teaching me a lot um, about myself, about uh-huh, the world, uh-huh. about like, yeah, so many different um, things and just taking the time to also like have those learning moments and yes. those teaching periods and really letting those like lessons sink in yeah. and I don't think it's something that happens overnight, no, right? No. Um, yeah, I think we're all growing and taking the time to really embrace the lessons that are coming our way and seeing how that defines yeah who we are we and are. how we're moving yeah. forward so yeah it's been a it's been an interesting time in my life um but i think things are good things are definitely good okay we're clinking we're clinking to that your girl. progress yeah things have been working out at work um which is a great thing because we're going to talk about career, career yes. and growth in this yes. episode um and yeah i think i'm also learning a lot about like 
just how do I apply myself in that area, mm-hmm. how I want to define myself mm-hmm. moving forward. Because I think that's not something we really pay that no. much thought to. No, we don't. When we're starting out, it's just kind of like, oh, I want something that pays the bills. For Actually, you know what? Yeah. I was thinking we have really high, sometimes realistic, other times unrealistic mm. expectations when we are employed for the first time. Yep, yep, yep. Because the understanding is you graduate, you you're employed you set mm-hmm. a five-year plan mm-hmm. and when things start you know falling yeah. in place for some people the five-year plan goes according to plan but mm-hmm. for hey, the for rest a lot of, of us, us for a lot of like us, things think. just go sideways up yeah. down front back you have to figure it out as you yes. go yes and i think that's okay that's it's okay mm-hmm. um sometimes you're some people are late bloomers yeah i've learned that that sometimes some people just, you know, their progress comes when they're our like pace, in their 50s. Pace is very different. Some like yeah. 20s and 10 years. Yeah. You end with MD. Yeah, facts. <laughs> hey, you know? It happens. But, but yeah, that's actually a really great point. So yeah. yeah, I think basically in terms of catching up, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can get into the episode. Let's get into it. So career growth, it's something that you look forward to when you've gone through your education, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, just that feeling of being independent and having something that you can actually work on exactly. and say, okay, I'm doing something with my life. My life. <laughs> if you're the type of person who wants to go that route, because, you know, you could also go into entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's like also it. a career. Yeah, solid like career. different ways yeah. of, like, making an income. Yeah. But, like, I think with um, how to start, let's start with your first job. How was that for you? Um, and how did, like, how was that transition from college <laughs> To, to my first my first, first job. job and how long have you been working now oh my god you know what i actually feel low-key old <laughs> girl because <laughs> it's been like i've i've been i think i graduated when i was 22 oh. so it's been eight years oh yeah that's actually not bad it's actually not bad that's not bad it's been eight years yeah i feel like i've been labored a lot too yeah. much but um about it's that. actually really been my okay my first job let mm-hmm. me get back to the agenda so my first job was um, during the 2014 elections. Mm. I was a coordinator for the Northern Region. I was working with Malawi Electric Support Network. Okay. Say, I know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so when they gave me the title, I thought it was like this really, really big thing. But I mean, it was just admin work. I was very grateful, so, but... Yeah. I was, we were getting paid in dollars. Mm. So it was, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention it now, but it was, it was a substantial <laughs> was amount a substantial. then. Wow, you know? nice. But, okay. um, you know, being young and being excited and not really having that knowledge on yes. how to manage your finances. Which is another, another point of discussion. Point. I'm not but gonna anyways. delve into that. Yeah. So it was very, it was very interesting, you know, mm. I was, I felt like I was exposed to, a lot of things that are involved when you're when the country is going through an electoral process, mm. um, voting all the way to the very end. Like yeah. it was very, it was very enlightening. Mm-hmm. So I was employed for I think it was six months, mm. six months, and then um, when the contract ended. I had to stay at home for night for nine months. Oh, yeah. So you know, we've been having my my bahagi, So, um, it was a very tough period. But I remember 
um, I would always tell myself, even during the bad days, that mm. I'm gonna get this job. Yeah. And I'm I want this type of job and I want to work for a multinational company mm. and I want to be based in a long way. Yes. And I stuck so I that, stuck to that. Yeah. And I got I got interviews elsewhere, but I knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I think I getting that. my having that experience at a very young age taught me to clearly identify what I wanted, mm-hmm. the kind of career that I want. You know, sometimes you just, sometimes you get employed because for the sake of just getting employed, but mm. I've always knew that I wanted a job that allows me to dress the way I want to be yes. addressed. You know, I want to be in heels 24 seven. I want to interact with people and not just people like anybody, but I want to interact with senior management and CEOs yes. and all okay. these guys. Like I was very clear. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that some other time. But yeah, that was my experience. How was your experience? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. That, that sounded like a very intense first job. <laughs> it was. Uh, but yeah, my first job, I think, was just out of um, uni. Mm-hmm. So I did IT yes. um, for my degree. So my first job was... Uh, working as a data entry clerk, basically. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was how... That was everyone's first job as, yeah. a, <laughs> as an I mean, we all have an entry back point. Then. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it was exciting. It was with a really good company. So that was, um, I good, think... Yeah, a good way of entering the job market. Yeah. Um, they were looking for interns. So they went to our school to kind of look at... Mm, so um, you're one of the bright were, ones. I don't even know how they picked Well, let's just To be honest, it. then I was like, did they just randomly <laughs> do it? <laughs> like, Because <laughs> I don't think I was like the brightest. But anyway, yeah, it ended up working out in my favor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just like a lucky break for me. I'm glad I never got to go throughout through the experience of like Waiting. really job hunting and like because yeah. I had started like sending out applications, but even before like I could get an interview, yeah, they called me and said um, they had this opportunity nice. and would I be interested? So yeah. it was great. I was making like a small allowance. It wasn't anything fancy, but the good thing is I was still living at home. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it worked out. It gave me that experience of like waking up in the morning and you know i have yeah, a job now job. <laughs> and i was like what 20 i think uh-huh. yeah so it was quite young of course um uh, but yeah i quickly got the hang of it and then from it was a three-month like um offer and then yeah after that they didn't renew the contract so i quickly moved on to something else um uh-huh. thank goodness i didn't also have to wait that Yay. long yeah i applied for some internship somewhere and they picked me Yay. like a proper it internship this time. <laughs> but yeah yeah shame we didn't stick in it for long <laughs> but yeah that's the other thing that oh my god be great I to was... get into yeah like pivots Wait, and how you change how do you change jobs. so your background is it yeah. mine is politics oh yeah i know and like, like totally, totally different from what we were trying yeah. to do so how did you move from politics to let uh, me tell you so um, I was doing sales. So the thing with sales and politics is that they're in a certain sense intertwined because you're, you're forced to interact with people. You're forced to, you know, just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah. So basically, um, yeah. <laughs> so it, it was 
wasn't really that big of a transition. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me tell you, I intend to go back into In active politics. politics. Yeah, she always like, says this. I always say this. I mean, be on the lookout. Um, I, I intend to go back into active politics when I'm probably, what, 45? After I've done all, all these things I want to do. So, wow, you even have a, yeah, an age. Girl. I actually have an age. Okay. Yeah, That's very focused. I yeah. love that. I yeah. love that. But I feel like I just have a calling. Like, I'm really good with people talking mm, and all these you things. You really are, actually. Yeah. And you can get a character with me. Like, you can, I can really sell you mm, live, live. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's one and the same, basically. Mm. Um, so you can you, throw me anywhere and I'm So gonna... you just went from like politics to sales. Exactly. There sales. Was no, okay. There wasn't anything. But it makes anything. sense. It does yeah, make sense. Yeah, it's the same I thing. Think, yeah, that pivot was. The really difference is I'm actually selling yeah. real life products. Mm, These exactly. guys are selling us dreams. Dreams. Oh, <laughs> we're both selling. <laughs> but I'm selling you something that is tangible, okay? Oh, I hear that. Cheers to that. that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think my pivot was a lot more dramatic. <laughs> yeah, very. But I think it happened so gradually that you couldn't really like Tell. see how okay yeah. it's very clear that i so right now i'm in project management basically that is so different which is very different yeah. from it uh but it happened over time so i went from the data entry to an it intern and then after that it internship i got a job as a uh what did they call us they called us um something fancy like it was a data data a data geek, data geek. It was so, oh my god it was so lame but like <laughs> but you know this sense. telecommunication companies yeah. and trying to act cool or whatever so yeah from there i kind of just um ended up sort of falling into social media um it just kind of happened i i can't really explain the transition yeah. there but like yeah. i went from helping out with like IT or data related issues uh-huh. and then to handling social media. So that kind of picked my interest into communications. Uh-huh. And I was like, do you know what? Screw IT. I want to do communications, communications. full time. Yeah. So I only started applying for jobs that in were... communication. Oh that, is that how that's it how I, Yeah, that's okay. literally... Do you see what happens when you focus? Yeah. A pivot, I think, can be that easy because all you need to be doing is explaining how your previous experience makes you good in the role that you want in the field that you're changing into. Uh-huh. And trust me, there's always an overlap somewhere. There's uh-huh. always something that you're, like some experience that you're getting from your previous thing that you're that going can to apply yes. into a new thing. Because a lot of these fields are quite flexible. They yeah. just need you on the job and then you learn from there. And then how I moved from communications to so project, project management, management is essentially yeah. the same thing because project management, you do need comms. Yeah. And I was also working on projects while I was... Um, in that new communications job so Mm -hmm. it kind of all just like tied in together but yeah yeah i kind of just let myself you know be taken with the wind yeah and i always reassess is this still something that i'm passionate about is Mm -hmm. this still something i want to do and if it isn't i always say don't be afraid to change track don't be afraid to like apply yourself into a new area um, I think it doesn't make sense to be stuck in something oh that you're God. no longer happy with. Yes, I love. Yeah, I just love because that you've you invested that. so much time and like you went to school cool. for something, you can always start over. And for me now, it's just about finding the right 
um, qualifications that now align me with the new work that I want to do. What do you want to do next? Oh, that is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> what are, cause, um, it's not one thing, another thing. Yes. Yeah, what are these oh, things? Damn. I love that you know that. I know that. Okay. I know that you're like, just hands-on. I'm yeah. your friend, friend. So basically, I think from project management, I kind of want to stay a little bit in project management. Uh-huh. It's just that I want the things that I manage to change. Ah, um, I get it. So I'm more, you know, I've always been a creative person. Yes. And ideally, my ideal job would be managing an art program. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, somewhere in the world. I don't know. But I'm also interested now in diplomacy because of the line of work that I've ended up doing at work. Oh my god! It's kind of shifted from like a programmatic ex- like approach. We're now looking to do a lot more engagement because I actually I won't get into <laughs> I won't get into work stuff. But mm. yeah, so that's that's got me interested in like there's so many different ways that you can make an impact as a person, and I think my your passion is, is yeah doing yeah, that's something your passion. that makes an impact um, in Malawi in Africa in whatever context essentially the universe. I just want to know I'm contributing to something that matters and that's yes. actually making a difference. Yeah. And yeah, so diplomacy is also like another aspect of that that I think I'm interested in. I don't know if it's something that I'm actually you going actually to You actually like can do it. You know, I've always wanted to have a master's in international relations mm. and diplomacy. Mm. I've always wanted I will get because it. Because you do want to do yes, politics. Yes, because I want to do politics, sense. so that yeah. actually makes sense. Yeah. What is the plan that I have for my career? Anyway. It's going to work out. You know what? It looks very tricky for someone else, but the way when you see the plan, you're like, you know what? Somehow this is all going to come together. together. Because that's my thing. Apart from that, I also want to write. I want to do all these things with Udawaleza. So yeah, there's no telling where any of that is going to lead me. I'm also just open to like, this could change a year from now. This is why I said one of the things, because I understand that you are more hands-on than I am. Really? I feel <laughs> yeah. like... What do you mean by that? When no, I Because I don't think that's true. Um, Hands-on in terms of what? In terms of... You, you focus on work and then you have these other projects that mm, you're running. Okay. Like, you can do a ton ah, of stuff at once. Okay, that's what I can do at most three things three at things. once. <laughs> but I mean... And like, I need, like, reminders. Yeah. But... But yeah, like you're more than capable actually running all of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot sometimes because now it's like you it really, brings you out. You do it does, and you have to really sit and think about: Do I still want to put in the same amount energy. of like, energy yeah. into all these things? So that's also something that I'm really looking at. I think I'm going to be like I've already started the process of trimming trimming those things, things down. That I'm, yeah, yeah, um, putting my work into, but yeah, that's essentially right now what i'm thinking but like like i say just being open to like whatever that looks embracing like. new experience next year i might just decide i want to become a psychologist yeah Wait, oh my, you can actually something can, that could happen yeah, it could really happen i feel like but anything that we needs need to me go to school but no yeah but i just say that to say pivots can happen at any time yeah. and not being afraid of that change i think has been really freeing because it also opens up like the kind of opportunities that are accessible for you yes but yeah don't kill that dream if you feel like what you did and 
what you actually want to do now no longer align it's fine look at what you need to like if, like what little progress that you can make into the things that you actually want to get into is actually going to matter more than you just yeah saying you're going to stick with something mm. that no longer brings you joy and also just to add on to progress i think sometimes we feel like we are bound by this chains of just being stuck in one space mm. one of the key um tools that i'm using now is to remind myself that i wasn't who i i am now um 10 years ago yeah, you know exactly i wasn't i i i wasn't that person yeah. i wasn't financially stable i wasn't managing my funds the way i'm managing them now mm-hmm. like i wasn't all of these things and just remind yourself that you're not going to be stuck in that space for mm-hmm. a very long time like life is yes, about progress okay exactly. everything is progressing everything changes you will get your time under the sun yeah you know? and i think that's something that's a realization you come to later on in your journey because I've also seen that that you know really wanting Things. to yeah really wanting to like progress in a way that is kind of like almost like eh, I really want this to happen but mm, it's not happening. happening. It comes with age, it comes with like growing up and trying to have those things in place so that you you feel like that's when your life begins essentially yeah, yeah. but i think as you grow older you realize that what all those opportunities are going to be there like yeah. at any point in your life and yeah progress is always going to happen always always going to happen always. so i think that's been a key thing for me also like learning to embrace the pace that i'm in That's and like yeah just sticking to like okay i'm going to take the time that i need to take mm-hmm. to get where i need to go I need to go yeah and that time is going to look differently for everyone it's different for everyone um think about it as the seasons of the year mm-hmm. you know you have rain you have um the sun you have sun some people have what would you call snow yeah <laughs> no what you call it <laughs> I mean, I just didn't want to sound rude, but well, yeah, yeah, I just did. But yeah, like life is about seasons. You're not going to be stuck in the same Please. space. You know, there are times you will experience, what is this word I'm trying to get? Mm-hmm. Uncommon, mm-hmm. uncommon progress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unfavorable. Unfavorable progress. Yes. Growth. Yes. Positive. So let me, yes. let me break that Please down. Unpack that. Let me unpack it. Let me unpack that. Mm-hmm. So... Some people, okay, I'll use Singer and I as um, points of reference. So, Singer and I both are employed on the same day, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the same grade, but, and we both have, we, we have the same plan for five years. Mm-hmm. We, we all want to make, make it to heads of department in five years, okay? Mm-hmm. Singer's journey will not be the same as my nope, journey. No, nope. Singer might, might experience uncommon growth growth okay. i'm gonna say favor uncommon progress mm, uncommon growth like uncommon that. uncommon I'm favor okay in the sense that um we we joined as um what geeks mm-hmm. and then a year from now she promoted to a assistant manager mm-hmm. and then the next year to full manager and then the other year to like head of department yeah. within the same five-year plan whereas i'm still stuck on at being a data geek mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you will not experience exactly. your time under the sun doesn't mean that it just means that some people are early bloomers and others are just late yeah. bloomers but at the end of the day 
you it doesn't matter what comes your way you mm. will get there you will get there you will get there at yeah. some point this uncommon favor i mean it it will, it will affect you in one way or another mm. you know so just embrace where you're at don't feel don't yeah. feel guilty don't feel like oh i'm, I'm never going to experience growth yeah. no you're going to experience growth in your okay? own time in your own time yeah and we bloom differently and just embrace where you are where you are and just you know exist and live yeah and like knowing that that is a part of life where you are going to get to a place where you're probably seeing all your peers you know progress that, that actually happens yeah that actually happens progress to different stages of life and you're maybe in the same place that you were when you knew them and it can get to you it's yeah, fine it's like human. it's a natural thing that exactly. comes with life um i think how you deal with it is what matters so mm-hmm. like just like that embracing the fact that just because it's someone else's time you know it doesn't mean that your time will never come will. and like learning to look at the success of others as a guiding light yes. as like you know something that oh if that if actually that you, happened you, for them it yeah. can also happen for you me you actually have to learn to celebrate people's yes, success because that's yeah. the only way you're going to get progress for one exactly of because but and you also, it comes with knowing that someone else's success does not take away from your own. Like, no. I feel like once you just get clear with that, it becomes a lot easier to, like, exactly. yeah, celebrate other people's success. Because they're, whatever they got is not the same thing that you're going to no. get. But your blessing is also out there. It's yeah, also it's out on there. The way. Yeah. It's going to find you. So when you, when you just, like, embrace that, I think it becomes easier to kind of also trust where you are. And yeah, trust in the process is hard. It's guys. really hard. It's hard. I think everyone has yeah moments where they doubt the process a little bit because mm, mm, hey, mm. it can be hard. It can be hard. I feel like that is mm. in line with how a breakup is yeah. because you go through all of those yeah. stages. At some point, you accept where you are, and yeah. before you know it, you know things will just start moving really well for you. Exactly. I think what is key is accepting where you're where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accepting where you are and like just doing the best you can with what you have. What you have. And that's yeah. it. That's yeah, it. That's, that's all it. you can do. That's it. But yeah, I think that speaks to like the thing of feeling stuck in your career. What about um, how you progress then? Like, what are the things that that you think you need to start implementing to progress in your career? Um, let me tell you the secret that I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, change jobs Ooh, frequently. Yes. You and I need, feel like as millennials, yes, we've gotten this down. We've gotten this down. Yeah. You need to change jobs because that's the two only years, way you progress that's the only way you're gonna progress two a lot years, of the time you're out of it yeah. another two years before you know it you're like ceo empty somewhere <laughs> listen so. like i actually have real life examples of my friends that are directors right now mm. because they fully understand the power that is in switching jobs yeah i'm not saying okay switching jobs is in two levels yeah mm-hmm. you can switch jobs within the same organization mm. or outside the organization but like yeah how hard it is to like switch within the same organization like promotions come by like promotions very, come very, by very, yes but then like if good, they're if but, they're like yeah. you know i don't Put limits to your growth. Yeah. Okay. Fact. When you see a job and it's got um, requirements like you need to have a PhD, masters. <laughs> hell, you know what? Just apply give it for a that. Shot anyway. Because, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Apply for that. One. Apply for that because you never know where your luck is going to come. Yeah. So and actually, it actually proves that you are very okay. You need to 
your CV has to show that you're marketable, mm-hmm. okay? You can't... Sometimes it happens. You can be stuck on the same... I mean, in the same position for 10 years. It's fine. But you need to keep trying. Because yeah. the, what these people are looking for, these recruiters are looking for, is to, to see how you are growing as a exactly. person. Are you growing within the organization or outside? Mm-hmm. And are you... It's, 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 it's proof that you're marketable. Because we all want things that are, you know... Marketable, yeah. yeah, and that and way it also helps with when you're negotiating your terms, terms yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so that's actually a good one because mm-hmm. I've also discovered that, um, for a lot of women, they will wait until they meet like all the requirements of no. a job before yeah. they apply. Whereas with a lot of the men, even if they meet like sixty <laughs> percent yes. of the requirements, they will still apply. Yeah, speaking of that, you know, I know men that are only have a degree. But right now, I like mm. CCOs. You need to have the audacity, That's guys. the thing. It's, it's about having the audacity. audacity. Yeah, because a lot of the times, you really can't do the job. Yeah. It's just because you're second-guessing yourself. Yeah. You're like, you know, doubting your capability. But, like, if you just take a chance, and honestly, you never end up somewhere that's not for you. No. So, like, yeah, just take a chance. And, and just you know bring that. it. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah, just bring your own. And I mean, there, there are so many doing. ways you can advance in your career. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is one proven factor that mm-hmm. is actually working for people. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I'm going to say this, but other people are going to use other alternative options that are not favorable mm-hmm. but i mean if it works for you hell it works for you like what okay? let's, let's talk about this unfavorable ways of progressing <laughs> <laughs> um being used as a sex mule oh okay i, I was just not expecting i just I had a well, sip of my of, drink yeah okay <laughs> let me tell you there are these um power hungry um, thirsty, I don't even know what to call them, okay. men mm-hmm. out here that are just using women. They, they sense mm-hmm. that you're desperate. They're yeah. going to use what you have to exploit you under the pre- pretext that they're going to mm-hmm. promote you, yeah. which is wrong. Okay? Yeah. I'm not saying that I am holier than thou or whatever, but I'm just saying that there you is want, a way yeah. you can promote yourself, you can grow within or outside that institution mm-hmm. without being exploited by these men. Yeah. Okay? Because these men are out here to exploit you. Mm, they true. look at you and harassment starts with small, small compliments like, oh, you've got nice legs. Um, excuse, excuse me. me. We are working. Why are you complaining my legs? You know? Oh, I mean, like your nails. Oh, you smell so good. Can you hug me again? Oh. No, mm. that is harassment. Yep. And you need to you need to put Report. a pin. <laughs> HR report ombudsman. All these guys Perfect. use all of that. But all I'm trying to say is, you can grow. Don't ever let a man um, convince you to say that you cannot rise if yeah. you don't. You know, show me. Good evening, dog. Gonna tell about it. No, wow. <laughs> wow. that's what they're saying. I want to see what I'm gonna tell. Really? About. Yeah, really. Like you can. But- yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, it is a complicated chat because there obviously power dynamics are coming to and play. A whole lot. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes it could be the situation where someone feels like they're under pressure to perform those acts. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a very it's a very difficult topic, obviously, to navigate. But I feel like for the message, essentially, is that it feels better when you know that. I put in work to work. get where yes. I am. But you know, I've actually learned that even men mm-hmm. 
are being exploited by female bosses. Yeah, it's possible. It, it happens. Like, they're actually being exploited. It's the power dynamics. That's, That's the, the thing. thing. People can use their position to kind of, like, you know, make you feel like you are obligated yes. to performing certain acts. acts. Yeah. <laughs> that was very... No, that was very... <laughs> you see how passionate I am about this because, yeah. I mean... These young girls are very bright and they're smart but and they they're be being exploited, exploited yeah. and they're being infected with a bunch of STIs, STDs, S whatever. But it's I really feel like, hard. yeah, trusting that if you report these cases and you're going to be taken seriously, yes. I feel like that's where it starts and just not standing for like any inappropriate behavior in the workplace because and I feel like for a lot of Malawian workplaces it's just been embedded as like yeah like culture. it's a norm yeah, like, like it's a where, norm like it's normal oh that's oh, how they I'm talk a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a like you know and no we need to start shutting no. that down a lot of us who casually joke and be like yo like yeah you know has that ever happened to you but you need to actually be firm in people and be like yo that's a bit inappropriate how have you dealt with that i it's really hard it's really hard to call out because i think i've been in situations where like it's a bit blurred where it's like I don't know if you this person was implying that. Yeah, but a lot of the times I think it's very obvious. It's yeah. just that fear of like, hmm, I don't want to be the one that points it out. Yeah, exactly. Because it's also one of those situations. A lot of the times that if they are not the ones that are going to take it far, mm-hmm. they make sure to leave it in that gray area where they can also be just like, hey, I yeah, just I did not say anything. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think for me, it's because I already have this serious. Mm face so like mm, you really have to have you. yeah they're not gonna try me yeah. you really have to have the balls yeah to like come up to me and be like yeah. you know what yeah i get yeah that. you get it yeah but on this point i actually want to talk about like whether it's possible okay let's say there is a consensual work relationship with someone okay how do you think you navigate that with the fact that you know, if it's one of those offices where everyone talks, they're going to be like, oh, maybe I won't go for my favors or things like that. Okay. Like, because there is that, that, that um, part where they are consensual relationships that yeah. can happen in the workplace. Yeah. And yeah. How do you deal with that? Um, first and foremost, I think you need to understand what that institution says mm-hmm. about um, relationships those in relationships workplace. in the workplace. Because yeah. there are some organizations that feel that if you're interacting intimately with a person that is you know uh, yeah senior to you senior to you yeah. like they would assume that you were being exploited mm-hmm. when in actual sense it might be consensual. it might be consensual yeah. you know so you need to also understand that and just if if the policy doesn't allow you to like you know, yeah. date other people within, just be discreet about it. Okay. You know? Yeah. You need to also understand the dynamics within that institution. Yeah. Then you'll find ways of how to navigate through it. I'm because... Trying to, I'm trying to see if I've dated anyone more senior than me. Anyway. I'm just going to stick to that. That was a lot to unpack. That was a lot to unpack. That was real lot but to there's unpack. a lot that's happening in these jobs and workplaces, guys. I think other than like focusing on your self development mm-hmm. and like progressing, you also need to look at what are the things that you're coming up against and yes. how do you deal with them. Yeah. So how do you learn to speak up for yourself if you know you're being made to feel uncomfortable, whether it's in the form of sexual harassment or bullying or things like that. 
Um, yeah, I had a conversation with Umpa and Lusunku uh-huh. on their podcast uh, uh-huh. to talk about bullying in the workplace. So I don't think that's something I'm really going to get into again on <laughs> Okay, here. just give us a debrief. But I think, yeah, so sometimes you go through things in the workplace where it's really hard for you to discern like yes. whether someone is actually being intentionally hurtful or like um yeah being unnecessarily harsh yeah or it's just like them doing their work or mm. like in the context of like they're also under pressure yes. so they're kind of putting it out on you and things like that mm-hmm. and it's a tricky thing to navigate that's the thing you really have to dissect yeah i don't have the answers because for me it's the kind of thing where in that situation my immediate reaction was to just put my head down not address it until i left and then it was only after i got the public um you know platform to actually speak on it that uh-huh. ended up being able to address it to in talk certain about ways it. Yeah. yeah um and that was actually a really good process for me because i got a lot of closure from some of the things that happened oh, that's, that yeah that's really nice life. that's really nice <laughs> but yeah so it's just things like that like how do you speak up Especially when you're afraid that what if this impacts my job? Okay, let me tell you. And as much as... Okay, the thing is, when you are dealing with a higher power than you, Mm. it will affect you directly or indirectly. Exactly. And that's a given fact. Yeah. So I think what's key is to dissect... um, the power dynamics at play mm. before you even contemplate on whether to respond or not. Yes. A respond, a respond is warranted, yes, mm. but you also need to assess. So I'm a very observant person, okay, mm. and I also really believe in standing up for myself. Mm. I also believe in addressing things that need to be addressed. Yes. So if I if I have a situation with my boss and he's not happy or she's not happy about how I am conducting myself yeah, or executing can. my duties. I feel like at some point, once I have addressed the real issue, which is me not conducting myself in an orderly manner, yeah. I have to then, I have to then look at where I'm working. If it if it promotes open door policy, then mm. I actually have the mandate to, yeah. you know, ask my boss and say, you know what, I feel like I need to talk to you about this, this, and this is how your conduct or how you're talking to me is affecting this. Yes. So you really have to... There's a lot of things I play, really. Yeah, there like, is. There's no there manual is. script on how there to deal isn't. with it. Especially when... like, Especially for me, coming into the workplace, I was still very shy. I was yeah. still very reserved. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know how to handle yourself in of that course. case. I don't think I was in that space where I was ready to like, oh, yes, I'm going to stand up for myself. <laughs> and like, I have to allow that that was a season of my life that I was in. Yeah. I I think I'm definitely grown mm-hmm. now from that and in that I can address um yeah like being able to voice my needs and how did you get there they need to be met like they need to be met I got there from just understanding that sometimes we go through life with this with this perception that things are just going to happen mm-hmm. you know like oh eventually things are going to fall into place yeah but I think you know growing up I think it's just part of growth as well where I realize Sometimes things are only going to change if I actually put in the effort to change those things. Yeah. Especially like with things like in the workplace. So for example, I recently like had a conversation with the people I work with about like our approach to flexible working. Mm-hmm. It's something that I identify as as as, as a need of mine. Mm-hmm. And I realized that if I did not speak up for those needs and it was something that I wasn't going to ever like have the opportunity to get addressed. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways is just understanding that 
the only way you're going to progress is if you actually like give yourself that voice and say i'm not going to just let this happen yeah i'm going to actually say something yeah. about it and then it's yeah. up to them to... on whether they're going to do anything about it but... but for me it should be the fact that i've actually stood up for myself and i've said what needed to be said do you know what is key about what you've just explained mm-hmm. it's it's all coming from you. Exactly. I. So yes. when you understand the power that you have, as a, I'm not saying exactly. no, but I'm just saying, yeah, and there's a way to address that. Yeah, there's a way to address that, you know, without actually stepping on people's toes mm-hmm. because, I mean, you're dealing with higher powers here. But I feel like it also comes when you fully understand who you are. Yes, and your contribution. And your contribution, your yes. Because yeah. you're not going to come here and start making demands exactly. when, you, when you're always late. When you're not getting things done, yeah. as, as a oh. boss, I wouldn't respect you yeah. because I would look at what are you doing, yeah, you know, and how are you, and how are you. So that also actually now ties into the other thing I wanted to talk about, like career and self development, yes. being able to actually speak up for your needs, mm-hmm. and like I think this also ties into like how you negotiate the terms, yeah, um, that you are entitled to, yeah, because I don't think that's something because we we just get into the job market as and you accept we whatever, accept whatever. Offered, right. Mm-hmm. No, but when you know your value, when you know the fact that this is a partnership, those people are hiring you because they want something from you. It's and, a and service, something valuable. Yeah, something valuable yes. that they're getting from you. They should also be able to give you the things yeah. that you need in the form of the salary, in the form of the benefits, in the form of whatever flexible working works for you. Yes. You know, like I think me opening up my mind to that and knowing that actually it shouldn't be me just accepting whatever comes my way. It should be me saying, what are my needs, first yes, of all? Yes. To operate at my best yes. in this job. Because that's what they're getting. That's like, what, exactly. Yeah, so for me to be able to operate at my best, these are the terms that need to be met. Mm. And I can say, you can meet this, or we can negotiate, yeah. you know, what is possible. Yeah. And then it's up to both of you to say, okay, here's what I, we I, can I really think it's important on. to let them know that you are not cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because... I look at oh I'm just I like to compare situations with relationships. I don't know. They just everything is one in the I same. I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um for people to take it seriously, you really have to it's not about your work, your mm-hmm. words, it's about your actions. Yes, okay. Exactly. So actions in the workplace mean how are you working on your deliverables, how are your KPIs, how are you how are you achieving your targets and all these things, mm-hmm. you know? So when you're going when you're going into an interview, you have to make it known that mm-hmm. you know what? I work my ass off, mm-hmm. okay? I deliver. And if you want numbers, I can show you numbers. Yeah. So if, I, if you want my expertise, this is what yeah. I expect from you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, and true. you shouldn't feel like, oh, you have to be in this safe bubble. Let me tell you, all these people, big people you're seeing out here, they negotiate the hell out of out their of asses yeah. when they're in that room. Because okay? they know what they're worth. Yeah, you need to thing. know what you're when worth. When you know what you're worth, you know exactly what terms you will accept and won't accept. And in, eventually, you know, let me tell you, I don't know. Things just align mm-hmm. themselves. Because you know what you when want. You, when you know what yeah. you want, things just, people just, mm, I think, Ababa, yeah. two million. For real, you know, because they understand your value and your contribution mm. to that organization. Yeah. Okay, because at the end of the day, these guys are also looking at who you are as a brand. Mm-hmm. As a person, as Aisha, I am a brand. Okay, mm. when you see me on a Monday through Friday, I present myself in a way that. 
I want you to address me the mm-hmm. way I'm presenting myself. I'm a brand. Mm-hmm. So they're not just looking at what you have done. They're also looking at how will you as a brand represent the bigger brand mm-hmm. when these guys are not around there supervising you. Yeah. So there's a lot of things I play. And if you conduct yourself in a way that is in line with the strategies of the organization, yeah. hell, you need to demand a whole lot from that. You That's do. All I can say. You do. Because that foundation is not cheap, girl. The lashes, the nails, <laughs> the hair. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> And where I think my philosophy is changing mm-hmm. when it comes to work and the work that I do is I want to embrace more ease, mm. even when it comes to work. So I appreciate the value of hard work and like, like I get it. I, but get, I, I also, get what you're getting at. Yes, yeah. I, don't, I don't ever want to feel like a job is breaking my back, guys. If there's one thing about me... <laughs> No one's gonna bring it back like that. No, no. you know, Beyonce said it, girl. <laughs> Hell, if Beyonce can say it, you won't break my back. No, you're breaking so, my back. Yeah, I've also just learned to like be more embracing of opportunities that actually fit my ideal. And like my ideal look differently from your ideal. Yeah. So I'm also trusting that, you know what, the type of work that I want to do is possible. If I want less hours for more pay, that could actually happen. Yeah. I could act, like, oh my God, this actually reminds happen. me of a, a guy, um, he's an old friend. So he is based in Nigeria mm. and he has jobs mm. one of the jobs he yeah. works twice a week Damn. and they have to fly him oh yeah he actually spoke that into existence and he was like i'm not going yeah. to labor myself oh, nice. they have they have to fly him and they pay him really well yes you know so it goes back to what you're saying about the things that you want actually being possible yeah you know yeah yeah and it all starts from like you know just affirming yourself enough that you know you are valuable and that what you have to offer is actually valuable exactly and this ties into like my philosophy in life is intention intention matters in everything when you say this is what i'll accept and nothing less like the universe has no choice but, but to, to give, that with you. give you and even that. just in a practical sense if you're telling people you can meet you can meet all of these needs or leave me alone because i'm fine yeah. right now fine. then obviously the right person with the right you know um conditions is going to come along mm. and this applies to like jobs people mm. opportunities whatever mm. just Everything. knowing your baseline and saying these are my terms but one thing that i've learned is that people respect actions. Mm. You know, you tell someone, this is, this is how I expect you to conduct yourself at work. And when you start behaving in alignment with what you discussed, mm-hmm. people respect you because they understand yeah. that you're a person of integrity. Exactly. And we're all looking, we're all looking for, we're, we're, we're looking at working with someone who actually conducts themselves with the utmost integrity. True. Yeah. My only contribution to that would be that sometimes those terms um, are very limited to like, like specific ways of being. Okay. So what I mean by that is, Recently, my friend Diana um, came to the Odawalisa sharing session. Yeah. Shout out to Dee. <laughs> and she did a personal essay on like neurodiversity uh-huh. um, and depression. 
and it was basically just talking about the fact that so many people operate differently and sometimes we don't make room for that as much in the workplace right which means sometimes you might have a colleague who is hard with like you know meeting specific deadlines, deadlines. because for them like the way their mind processes that's how they're things, wired yeah it's like they have to do certain things and maybe it slips things like that i feel like in the workplace we need to have more of a conversation about like what do we do when someone is not meeting those you know specific specific conditions that you set out for people ah. to say that okay this is how we want you to act and if you're not acting in this way then you're I think not I have delivering. an idea. I think I have an idea. I feel like um when we are assessing our employees mm-hmm. assessment should be per quarter and not at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're missing it. Because oh. yeah, so ours happen quarterly. Actually. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. But like others happen yeah, like at the end of the year, yeah. you know. So when you have a discussion, you okay, you set those those targets, right? Mm-hmm. And the the projects and the deadlines, and you say every three months we're going to regroup mm-hmm. to check on the progress. Yeah, you know that also helps you understand where the person is lacking because we all have weaknesses yeah. okay like and I'm sometimes not a, they're not weaknesses, yeah, they're weaknesses. as much as it's just the way you operate mm-hmm. in a different way from mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. and that is a valid thing yeah that, that so happens, like yeah. i feel like it's key to just have these one-on-one sessions with yeah. the people that you're working with like exactly. where do you think you need help are you yeah. okay and mentally i feel like so much is going on around in the mm. world and that also directly affects my performance. Your performance, yeah. Okay, facts, so facts, you need to facts. have these hardcore discussions. And it's about being honest. Exactly, you know what? being honest. As the people who are, you know, going into those performance meetings and being asked by your bosses to say, "How are you?" I feel like for a lot of us, especially in the Malawian context, mm-hmm. we just go there and say everything's fine. fine. Like you know, it's fine. Yeah. But many, you are struggling with something. You are <laughs> over your head, and like I, I don't I, know how I'm going to meet this code. You don't know how to say that because. I feel like we have this culture of assuming if you're not doing things to a certain standard, then basi, you're like, going to get fired. Yeah, you're going to get fired. You're not performing. You have to force yourself to do it or it won't happen. Mm. But many when more of us have these open conversations and not feel like we're making an excuse. Exactly. That's the thing. Because I feel like, well, like hey, if I told my no, boss but like an I ex- need a day an off. An excuse is if we have a conversation about mm. how you are not delivering a certain deliverable. Mm. The first quarter. The second quarter, you give me the, second, the same excuse. Mm. Third quarter, same excuse. Then, that that's a is, a, that is an excuse. That's a yeah. different conversation. Then we can talk about um, PIPs and all these other things, yeah. you know? But but I feel like as 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 organizations, honestly, we're not doing enough to get to the heart of like poor performance exactly, sometimes because exactly. poor performance that is not just, just been like no one likes being a poor performer, no. guys. No one is doing that. There's a reason fun. behind yes. that. So sometimes just giving people grace to say, you know what, we're dealing with so much. Sometimes you won't mm. always get things right. Yeah, what's you going know on? What? Yeah, be more honest also about where you are in life, mm. and I think those conversations are going to allow. people like yeah better ways of performance management yeah yeah. but it's yeah it's definitely a topic that we need to be having about like yo (laughs) i was actually gonna talk about um on the flip side of career when things are going really well Mm -hmm. how do you then know when to invest and when not to invest when to spend when not to spend and all of these things don't just go with vibes and you have money guys because you need to make 
tangible investments. Yeah. I'm not talking about buying seven, seven cars because some of these cars are liabilities. Mm. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm talking about... Girl. Yes. Not for real. Because I actually have That's people so. that believe in um, buying cars as a tool mm. of, you know, one way of investing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a liability. Yeah. And that's a fact. Yes, yeah. it's like we all want to drive Range Rovers, but you have to look at what are the things that are going to go into maintaining that car, mm-hmm. you know? So mm. when things are going really great, what do you do with what your do money? What do you do with your money? Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah, what do you do with your money? And okay, we're going to get into this a little bit now, but we are going to have a guest on the show. Yes. Hopefully, she hasn't confirmed yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we want someone to come in and talk about like, investment options that you can get into because i feel like so much of that isn't really gotten into do you know what so much of adulting is just like you grow up you're going to figure it out yeah that's the thing yeah do you have any policies girl hey i don't know well (laughs) i really yeah i feel like so my parents have really like tried to encourage me to invest and like you know get really like hardcore into saving but i think for me personally it's not something that i've really come to fully fully exercise mm-hmm. as something that mm. yeah it's a habit is it something you're open to it's, it's something that i feel like saving is a habit investing it has to be something that is built in but it's saving that you is want to actually saving is not just putting money in the bank that's the thing i think that's where we're missing what else is saving saving is buying a policy and ensuring that every month they deduct a certain amount yeah. tied to your premium exactly you know? saving so it's is, things like there's, that. there's many things that and I know so many of my friends who've like also gotten um into that and mm. like oh, I'm have been able them. to invest. Yeah. I'm about to reap the fruits of my investment. Okay. Yeah. My first policy, yeah. So, so I love that. And I love that I think more young people have been having these conversations. Because I think, yeah, I'd been having these conversations with my friends each early twenties and yeah. like yeah. <laughs> For me I'm just like, hey, shout out to you. You're very serious <laughs> yes, with your I life. <laughs> No, let me tell you, it's okay to vibe. Yeah. But at the, the okay, so the reason why I am I really believe in finding ways to save money now mm-hmm. is because of how the world is moving mad right yeah, now. Yeah, it's moving mad. You need it to is. have some form of cushion. You do, you, you know? do, and I think that's something I'm learning yeah. as I grow older. So it's a habit that mm-hmm. I'm building. Mm-hmm. It's a work in progress. Yeah, it is. I think yeah. The fact that you're open to it is it's actually a good, good thing. But me, honestly, to be honest with you, no, at least you're open. But let me you're, say, you're, no, I'm listening. <laughs> okay, but I also want to voice this. Okay, out. let's hear it. I strongly, strongly, strongly believe <laughs> in the I fact that. <laughs> Like money is not meant to be hoarded. You know, if there's one thing <laughs> you cannot hoard Honestly, money. I can't. I find it really hard to just see money in my, in like an account, and I know it's just day. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm out here craving a bottle of Moet, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear so, yeah. it. I hear it. But then again, I feel like it. It goes back to what you're saying about habits. Yeah, yeah? like you have an you have. A million guaja. You pay rent, let's say two hundred thousand a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, your groceries, electricity, water bills, um, payroll for your <laughs> internal staff, the guard, the Max. maid. Oops. You sort that out. Let's say that falls around four hundred thousand. The very least you can do is mm-hmm. to say, 
I'm going to spend from the 600 that I have left. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you have a million. Pounds, yeah, a million, yeah. It's a million. I'm going to spend, let's say, 400 and then 200. I'm just going to put it away somewhere. Mm. That 206 in Guys. six months is like a lot of money. You know, you know? <laughs> you know what? Maybe this is like, I think it just depends person to person. I guess. Because that is easy. It's easy said. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, because I think sometimes life happens. Life happens, and you're like, yo, I could either put this away or I could use this into but then other I, I don't know. Do you know what? I, I just I think when you're broke, you That's lose it. it. Like you stress. And a lot of us are coming from a place where we're not used to having excess. We're exactly. not used to having like we're you used know, to hand to mouth. Yeah. yeah. So we also need to address that as a society and say, how, how do, do you, you build then? a habit of saving when literally you may not want to do that. You may not want to do that. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever's going I to happen is going to happen. So it's really hard to come from that mindset to go into like wealth building. But then again, that actually comes with struggle. Yeah. When you've actually struggled, then you, you know, know to know. save. You I guess know. that's where some yeah. of us go wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're still yeah. actually buying being after struggling. You have to experience the okay, struggle. Th- there's, there are two forms of struggle mm-hmm. there's short term, and then there's that, eh. Yeah. Oh, Manu, okay. You know? Yeah, so there's also that, like yeah. the perception and also like the privilege of having people to fab exactly. to fall back on. I yeah. think that's also something the we privilege don't really talk about. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, for me, like I don't think it's something people will say out loud, but honestly, my parents are still alive. Yeah. I know that Zigandivuda, I have somewhere to turn. Yeah, we are fortunate enough that our parents are still alive and we can. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Ben also, it's like, being able to say, I won't have that safety net forever. forever. I do need to have a plan in place. You know what? Like, I'm actually telling myself that I yeah. am the safety net. Yes. Exactly. You have to so be the safety net. So I'm the safety net. So I have to make sure that even though everything else is paid for, I have some form of fallback plan. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And having fuck you money, right? That's like, the thing. Yeah, where if someone has you all the way fucked up, You're like, I can pack my bags. Yes. Pack your bags. And take leave. yourself on a holiday. Yeah. Buy that beds and leave. Exactly. Talking about a bed. Is it in the pipeline? I hear it. Also, <laughs> shout out. Shout out to the beds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think anyway we've talked about a lot in this episode yeah. about career self-development finances we can talk about a lot more but obviously yeah we know not everyone has, has the you know <laughs> the bundle <laughs> yeah no, the, the bundle, bundles are very affordable now. now yeah yeah, yeah. So, no, i've been surprised kind of the attention attention true I thought you meant, you know, bundle your attention span. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's actually a thing. Could be a thing. Could be a thing. But yeah, so I think we've talked about a lot. In the next episode, like we've said, we're hopefully going to get into like... So, this, so that will be uh, part two 
part two part two of, of the this episode yeah, yeah episode just to talk about what investment options that out there can you actually you know get into mm. so this actually came up as one of the questions because i had asked people if they wanted us to discuss something on the other episodes uh-huh, uh-huh. so someone had said yeah um investments and like financial management and yeah like that so so your wish hopefully has yes, been granted. Has been granted. we're going to get into it um i'm going to go back and look at the question sorry guys i forgot what that was <laughs> we'll do it before Yay. we start the next episode yes um but yeah this has been great it's been great to catch up yes yeah. we need to commit to drop another episode whenever it happens though okay but we need to like commit girl. i feel like the next one is coming soon very soon yeah so mm. i'm also just like yeah feeling very good about that yeah same Okay, well, this has been Singa. This has been Aisha. On Let's Unpack, Unpack That. that. Cheers. Cheers. Until next time. Bye, bye for now. Bye.